A proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step programs of suck up and get good will help even the worst of gamers just be bad. We review the latest video game titles, cover the latest news, and discuss issues that affect gamers. Here are your hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Jason, Bad Gamer Joe, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. This is episode 81, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter plus Empire at War for reals this time. I think, did I... I, I don't know. Let me introduce our co-hosts, the hosts that join me on a weekly basis here at Bad Gamers Anonymous. We have Jason. Jason, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here. Joe, welcome to the show. I am also here. I hate both of you with the fury of a thousand suns. Uh, this is episode 81. It is April 6th. Is it? Yeah. We were supposed to record this at like one o'clock earlier today and it's not one o'clock spoiler alert. And that's 100% my fault. So I want to thank publicly thank both of my co-hosts for moving the time back for me because I'm an idiot and I forgot that I had a previous engagement. However, it was a lot of fun what I was doing. So I'll just leave oh, really? it really because what I was doing was not a lot of fun. Yeah, me I'm- too. You know, I can't help it that you two don't know what fun is. And that's how this episode's going to go, folks. Uh, We've got some housekeeping issues before we get going. Uh, First, uh, this is uh, the last uh, day, the last podcast. I guess technically the last podcast. Let's not worry about what we're doing tomorrow night. Uh, Before Star Wars Celebration. That's right. The road to Star Wars Celebration. Yes, I'm done with that stupid shtick. Uh, we'll be in Chicago Thank next God. week. Oh my God. You know what? Why can't you just be happy that I'm done with the shtick? I don't know why you had to. That was voice. a big sigh of relief. It is happy. You know what? When we record I tomorrow. probably only have to hear that a couple more times. I'm saying it every effing day now in Chicago. In fact, I'm going to wake you up with that. With the road <laughs> to wrestle. No, that's, that's okay because it. in Chicago, we're going to be face to face and there'll be repercussions. <laughs> I don't, what are you, I, I need to prepare my body for these repercussions. Can you tell me what these repercussions are going to be? That would get rid of all of the fun. I, you know what? I need to have things planned for you. Regardless, we will be in Chicago next week, uh, the Wednesday, the 10th, all the way through Monday, the whatever that is. I don't know. Math is hard. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there supporting uh, the, the uh, Cantina cast, the flagship program here at Ear Glue Media. Uh, so if you haven't checked them out, check out uh, Albert and Jonesy over at eargluemedia.com forward slash Cantina cast. And uh, yeah, go check them out. We'll be there in Chicago. They're going to be podcasting live on stage on Saturday at 11 a.m. So make sure you check that out. Uh, it will be streaming on the Celebration app, I believe. I think I saw that somewhere. I might be full of crap, too. I don't know. Possibly both. Uh, we also launched this week officially the Ear Glue Media Roundtable. Last week, uh, we had a soft launch. We had Jonesy on. It was myself and uh, our, our Lord and Emperor, Mike Rondo. Uh, and that's the uh, Ear Glue Media Roundtable. This week, you know, it devolved fast. It is a Discord-only podcast. 
Uh, it's absolutely, uh, um, you know, I can't talk. That's how much fun it is. It's absolutely a ton of fun to be podcasting with Mike Rondo. He and I have been podcasting for the better part of a decade, and he and I have done a couple of shows together uh, every once in a while. And so it's fun to get back behind the mic with Mike. In fact, that could be that could be the name of the podcast, Behind the Mic with Mike. Nope, that's stupid. Let's keep it yeah, the round table. Yeah, sounds appealing. Yeah, so... Uh, that was, it's a lot of fun. It did devolve quickly. So, but if you want to listen, it's only on discord. So you've got to join our discord. Uh, just go to airglomedia.com forward slash discord and you too can join in the fun and you can, you know, have fun with us there. Uh, speaking of fun, I was on, uh, the film appraisers latest episode, episode two entitled, uh, violent vigilante and Catholics. It was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great episode, too, until... My favorite part is listening to you get mad at the end. I hate you so <laughs> much. How is, that your, how is that your favorite part? Why do you want me mad all the time, Joe? I don't get it. I'm not the Incredible Hulk. There's nothing cool that happens other than I'm pissed off. Why do you want that? Because it's fun for me. But why? I don't... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not. It's terrible. Jason, what have you been playing this week? Well, I've been playing X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I was really looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> Empire at War. I was really not looking forward to that. And like every day, Simpsons tapped out. Okay. So we're going to ban Simpsons tapped out. I Let the man have his Simpsons. Why? Good. If it makes him happy, I want to see Jason happy. Okay. So see? wait, let me get this straight. You want to see me mad and you want to see Jason happy. He's got his priorities yep, straight. That checks out. How can we change that? How can we flip the script? Is that what the kids say today? Flip the script? Mm, no, no, I don't think you can. No, that's not what the kids say, nor is that a thing we're interested in doing. I don't. <sighs> Fine. Joe, what did you <laughs> play this week? Uh, I played more Bullet Hell Monday. That game yeah. is super fun. Can, you guys can I ban that? that? No. You should try it, though. You said you wanted to try it because the developer was so cool. You should actually do it. Fine. Uh, I'll download it. I played some more Elder Scrolls Blades. I can't justify it. It's really fun, and it looks really good. I just, the timer, the stuff with the timers is super annoying, but it keeps pulling me back in. Um, this game's terrible. I can't justify playing it, but I keep playing it. It's, it's, the game is really fun. Define like, fun. Like, the, like the combat, there's story. It's like a full-fledged RPG. There's like no open world to it at all. What's more but, fun, pissing me off or playing this game? Oh, pissing you off for sure. Okay, so it's not really um, all that fun. No, pissing you off is a lot of fun. I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, that's no, but, a pretty high, high bar to Yeah, hurdle. that's a really high bar to set. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Elder Scrolls Blades preview is better than either of the Star Wars games we're going to talk about this week. Wow, why? A spoiler, now I've got to bleep that out. I mean... I got to get my bleeps ready. <laughs> Bleep. Uh, I also played X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. And because of that, I played some Rogue Squadron. Which one's better? Never mind. Don't tell us now. We'll, I'll ask that later if I remember. So I won't remember. Which one's better? Rogue Squadron by a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I, that's kind of what I figured. Uh, so what I've been playing, thanks for asking, guys, is I've been playing uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I've been playing uh, Empire at War. And I've been playing The Division 2. And Chell. Neat. <laughs> you know, Yay. you guys can't say anything. Uh, you, you know, we can say stuff, but it's more fun when you're angry. Right. You that, made me wait, play wait. Empire at War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ruined Jason. You ruined Jason's whole week. 
Well, if that's all it takes to ruin someone's week, I don't know what to tell you. Like that that's a you you played Empire Wars, so yeah, you know. Yeah, I you know what? Spoiler, I enjoyed the crap out of that game. It's because you enjoy awful things. That's not. That's this that's is true. A, this is definitely. There's some truth that's here. That's not true. I. What do I enjoy that's awful besides Empire at War? What else? What you what, probably what? you probably enjoy kicking puppies too. <sighs> that's not an accurate statement at at all. It's really not. Uh, I, real quick, I want to go back to the film appraisers. I really did have a good time. Uh, on the film appraisers, go check that out. Earglumedia.com forward slash the film appraisers. Uh, it's episode two. Uh, we talk about um, Boondock Saints, one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm fairly confident now at this point that I was shortchanged on that movie, on the evaluation of that movie, just because Joe likes to piss me off. It's not true. It's not true. I'm not giving uh, it's a collaborative effort. When we review those movies. Mm -hmm. So I can't just pick whatever score I want. If I could pick whatever score I want, you'd have come in a lot lower. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the valuation seemed pretty fair. It's not pretty fair. You think that you think that that clerks. Listen, you're upset. You're upset because you think that Boondock Saints should have rated perfect across the board. No, no other movie across the board. That is that is that is what you said in the episode. (laughs) Uh, you could take a few uh, points uh, off uh, for some stuff, but I mean, for all in all, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, it's certainly yeah, it's, better than it, Clerks. It's a pretty good movie, and it got a pretty good score. No, it did not. It came in lower than Clerks, for Christ's sake. Who watched, Who thinks Clerks is a good movie? I do. Mike Rondo? You, yeah, Mike Rondo. There you go. I think I think I rest my case, Your Honor. I I still think you lost. That case. I don't you said know. It before. <sighs> yeah. I'll say it again. You're movie illiterate. Let's move on. Yeah, you really might be. Speaking of illiterate, Prince Harry says that Fortnite gaming should not be allowed in the UK. You know, 1776 was a great year, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's an idiot. Like, I I get that he married a hot chick. Still an idiot. It's just a dumb thing. He doesn't really seem to have any warranted opinion on this. It's just... He thinks it's more addictive than drugs and alcohol and warned parents that it's irresponsible to let their children play it. But like, why? Where do those numbers, why do you think that? You got any yeah. research to back that up? Where, where are you coming from here, bud? Yeah, he doesn't throw any kind of numbers or statistics at it. He just, he's coming at it, at it from opinion. And who cares? I, I'm guessing the people in Britain care? At least a little. I, otherwise, why is there still a monarchy over there? I don't get it. It's they're a figurehead. Yeah, yeah, they're a very rich figurehead. Yeah, they're still rich, owns a but they're... ton of land. Yeah, they're rich and, and they have a lot and of land. Parliament kind of useless. And Parliament still gives a report to them. Yeah, I think that's actually supposed to happen by law, right? Because I mean, they, they, they still have some legal responsibilities. And, yeah, they shouldn't. This is stupid. They they are tangentially attached to the government still. But wait, am I? Wait, 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 wait. Are we allowed to bash on the royals over here in America? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about how well that will be received by people in the UK. But I, I love actually... the people in the UK. I love them. Yeah. To no, death. I know. But I think they're like. Aren't they like? Uh, I love their protective. Accent. Aren't they like protective of their royal family? But why? Isn't that a thing? I don't. I don't get know. It. I can't identify with them because we busted those chains a long time ago. We really need to get them some tea so they can throw it in a harbor. <laughs> I, think I think they, they have, have a lot of tea, of tea over there. Yeah. 
You just gotta they find have a some harbor. really good tea, like Earl Grey. I love Earl Grey. It's yeah, good. me too. Yeah, yeah, that's a yummy tea. Maybe we should bond over some Earl Grey at Chicago. Okay, Joe. Yeah, I'm along. Yeah, for the no, ride. never mind. I don't want to bond with you over anything. Now you can suck it. Uh, let's move on to other things that suck. <laughs> Bethesda uh, sucked, and Fallout seventy six sucks harder. Apparently, they're breaking their promise uh, of when they said they weren't going to add any paid uh, um, non-cosmetic items. Yeah, it sounds like they need some money. <laughs> yeah, for the game that sucks. Well, they're not selling the game at 60 bucks a pop. Uh, they're not even selling it at 30 bucks a pop. They're not even giving it away at this point. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they need no some way to generate some cash. Bundle. <laughs> Xbox is like, we'll try to throw you guys a bone. We'll bundle it. And everyone's like, yeah, we don't want that bundle. Yeah. If so that bundle it, got a little bit cheaper, I would consider it. At this why? Point. It's so cheap. I could probably, well, because I could probably sell Xbox the console for, secondhand cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting an Xbox at a discount. So why I feel, not? I feel like Fallout 76 should go the way of E.T. And, and it should just all end up in a landfill somewhere. And 30 years from now, somebody can go dig it up. And sell them all on eBay for lots of money. Yeah, I, I don't think they could sell them at that point either. <laughs> <laughs> E.T.'s a better game than Fallout 76. Confirmed. Uh, probably. I mean, you know, the thing with this game is, is if they were to actually follow their silly little roadmap and actually put content in it and not break their promises about uh, pay to win stuff and like followed through, this game does still have potential but they just keep making bad decision after bad decision and making it making the trip back to relevance harder and longer. Uh, I don't understand. There's, by the time they're done with this, the game is going to be worse than they started. They're going the wrong way. <laughs> they could they could try to steer the ship in the right direction, but yeah, no, it doesn't sound like they're going to. Speaking of steering, there's a new uh, VR accoutrement that's coming out later this year. Ooh, that's a big word. That is you know a big word. Well, I think it means um, accoutrement. Oh, 100% chance Crowley had to look that up before we recorded. So you know what he <laughs> 100% chance. I, I believe it's, I, it's, I believe it's, it's written French... down on a post-it note stuck to his monitor next to all his passwords. <laughs> <laughs> My passwords are one, two, three, four, five, six, sir. Uh, it, it's French for accessory, you Jerk nut. God, I hate you so much. Uh, regardless, there is a new- Is that definition uh, written down on the post note too? You know, but uh, it, it does say uh, Joe is an ass clown right next to it. Uh, there is. It's called the 3D Rudder. It sits on your floor. You put your feet on it, and it helps you move around while you are in VR. Joe, go ahead and poo-poo this. This looks dumb. How does this look <laughs> dumb? This is such a great idea. I, well, it, I I have to admit, it, this is a clever idea, and I think that this is a really good accessory for flight sims and driving sims. I don't know that it's going to be great for first-person shooters, which is what they're touting this for, although it is kind of like an extra D-pad, so maybe. It's a okay accessory for driving and flight sims that would be better served as a couple of pedals and a bad accessory for first person shooters because you're going to have to sit and like rock your feet around. Like everybody who's sitting down right now, pick your feet up about four inches and then wiggle around like an idiot. And that's how you're going to be playing this with this thing. If Uh, you did that, don't tell me you did that because I'll tell you you're an idiot. Look at the picture of this dude rocking out on this thing. 
go look at this picture on this article that will be in the show notes, I'm sure. Mm, and don't look, think that's a dude, but okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, like you can't like you need to apologize to her. I'm fairly confident their pronouns are her and she. You're probably right. The picture's pretty small over here, but, but I'm, look, I'm the, the trying position so here, hard not to say what else is small over there. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I uh, need to apologize. Maybe she but, does go by he, him. I don't know. I'm so confused. It's 2019. Why am I confused about this? But regardless, look at this. Like, this is not. It looks helpful. like you're, it's like, a, it looks like you're on a skateboard. Like you're tilting sort of. the skateboard. No, oh, that would be a good. That would look, be a good use case. It for would that, be is, is Tony games. Hawk VR. I just I look, man. I just call. Give me a trillion dollars right now, Sony. Tony Hawk VR. I'd play the crap out of that because I couldn't skateboard when I was young, and I certainly can't do it now that I'm old and fat. Let me do it in VR. This looks amazing, Joe. You're just poo pooing this. No, uh, it, it, you can control your speed with how much you tilt it left, right, back, forth. I don't understand why this is this this is gonna help you move around while you're while you're trying to pew pew things. I just yeah. think this is a kind of mediocre half step towards a problem that needs. Oh, good God! It's got twenty five PSVR games that it's gonna support at launch: Immortal Legacy, The Jade Cipher, Undead Citadel, uh, Sorrento VR, Ultra Wings Are you VR, read Boat all of them? Blood. Yeah, I might now. Pirate Flight, DW Ultra VR, Wings the VR Wiz- is the only one that's good. Out of yeah, all of these, I looked. I looked at a lot of these titles, and yeah, a lot of these titles don't look. Yeah, Telefrag VR, Contagion VR. I think it sounds cooler when you do it in like that kind of voice. Darkness roller coaster. Mm, I think that's no, that's still saying yeah, that sounds pretty stupid. I don't who who's gonna play Darkness roller coaster? Darkness roller. <laughs> that's what the name of a freaking game. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make uh, everybody uh, review that game when it comes out. So look forward to that Darkness Roller Coaster coming up, uh, and we'll all have these uh, this uh, uh, 3DR um, rudder. The, I'm not. Three- I'm not gonna have this. You, you will uh, have. I'll get right on that. You're gonna buy it for me, Crowley? No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not buying it for you. I'm not gonna have it. Um, <laughs> listen, like I, I think there is definitely a need for. Uh, some mobility work is peripherals, whatever it may be in VR. I just, I just don't think that like a thing you sit in a chair and rock around on the floor is the thing for stand up VR. Every time you say that, I think of rock around the Christmas tree. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, I guess we could uh, wire up one of those old Nintendo uh, floor pads. That we used to play track and field on. Uh, you did you actually run on those, or did you just get down on your hands and knees and then just uh, hit it with your hands as fast as you could? Uh, I ran on it. Oh yeah, I ran on it at first, and then we figured yeah. out the hands and feet or the hands. Yeah, yeah you just yeah you just yeah. beat on it. Yeah, no, I did that too. I I would I would run it first. And I'm like, this is stupid. Uh, and then we learned the back of a spoon on the controller trick, and that was even faster. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, what's not awesome is trying to cheat on your homework by passing it off, uh, uh, by passing destiny, lore, destiny lore off. I can't speak tonight. It's all right. Destiny lore off as, as your English homework. It was creative. I guess, no, it but wasn't. in, it was in the, sort of creative, it was a co- it, sort of creative way to cheat in the, it age, was dumb. It was, it was definitely dumb, but yeah. In the age of Google, this is kind of stupid. 
So don't plagiarize, boys and girls. Uh, apparently, some dude named uh, Lucas. <laughs> I don't know where he goes to school. His his teacher's name is Jennifer. Maybe she's hot. Maybe she's not. It doesn't matter. She is uh, an English educator. She figured out that uh, what he was turning in for his English homework was actually word for word destiny lore from a website called uh, Ishtar Coil. Is that it? Ishtar Collective. There you go. Ishtar Collective. I can't read. I was looking at the, the Twitter handle, which is Ishtar Cole, C-O-L-L, uh, which good on them. They changed their name to Lucas after she DM'd them and said, hey, sorry to bother you. Essentially, your entire website was turned into me as journal entries from one of my students. May I confirm that you are not written by a boy named Lucas? Thank you, uh, Jennifer, uh, whatever her last name is, blurred out, uh, English educator. Uh, they changed their name to Lucas and responded, I think this might be the best email we've ever received at the Ishtar Collective. If anyone asks, we are now called Lucas. Yeah. At least they tried to clever. cover for him. <laughs> right? Sort of. That was clever, yeah. Lucas, if you're listening, bud, I won't write your homework for you. This is, public education sucks. Like, get smart, dude. Stop plagiarizing. Yeah, I mean, plagiar plagiarism is dumb in the first place. It's It's way too easy to, you know, Google keywords out of that paper and figure out if you're just cribbing things off of the internet. So yeah, it's, don't like, it's do impossible it. to do it with now. And you know, it's even if you're plagiarizing videos, I mean, there was that big ordeal that happened, I think over the summer where somebody was plagiarizing somebody else's game reviews, but they were doing it in videos. Everything's transcribed now. Um, you can Google search anything and find out who said it first and you just can't get away with it. It's dumb in the first place. All you're doing is like being lazy and cheating yourself of learning. And now it's impossible to get away with it. So yeah, Joe makes a good point. And you're cheating yourself out of like crap learning probably. Cause if you're going to it through the public education system, like all they're teaching you to do is, you know, do as you're told submit and conform. So stop cheating yourself out of what little education you're probably getting and do your homework, dude. Good Lord. This is how we end up. This is how we end up as Canada. Just, this is where, how we end up in idiocracy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't it's knock like, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Hector Mountain Dew Camacho, whatever his name was. Oh, Terry Crews is awesome. Terry Crews is the best thing in that movie. Uh, yeah. I have to watch that. It's been too long. That is such a good movie. Go watch it. It's the new American documentary. Um, so we talked last week or the week before about how Steam uh, was going to start doing the same thing that Rotten Tomatoes was doing, which was, you know, throw out scores that were being, you know, bombed by terrible reviewers just because. Yeah, they're doing that with a game that's how old? Oh, man, Borderlands. Nine years old? Two, yeah, nine-ish. Right. Nine yeah. years old, uh, review, uh, Borderlands 2 uh, is apparently getting review bombed, um, and Steam's throwing out all the scores. Yeah, because people are throwing a fit again because Epic has uh, a lock on Borderlands Three. I don't, I don't get, I don't get this. Why are people throwing fits like this? This well, is well. To be fair, Epic is look. Epic puts out some good games. I, I obviously, you know, Fortnite is the greatest game on on the planet. I hate to say that, but it is. I mean, when Prince Harry comes out and says everybody should stop playing it because you know drugs. That just bumps it up your list, huh? That does bump all it up the way my to list. the top. All the it way makes, to the top. It makes me want to play it. <laughs> like it is the number one game ever now. 
Uh, and I need to, I need to get good at it because I'm a scrub. Uh, so, but Epic is trash. Their, their, their launcher spies on you. It, I don't want it on my computer. I deleted it. I won't be playing anything from Epic, including Borderlands 3. What a stupid game to begin with. So Tim Sweeney came out and said that the using of Steam files without permission, and actually he said even with permission, wasn't cool, and that uh, that was an artifact from when they first launched the the launcher for, for Fortnite, and he kind of pushed that out really quickly, and his developers made some shortcuts. So I think they're going to be fixing that, and if that's the case, then, I mean, that that kind of kind of makes it a little better. I think they they recognize the problem. They're, they're going to fix that. Now, Did he say it in Bill Belichick's voice? <laughs> he might have. And he may have let some air out Did, of some balls at the same time. I don't know. Did he, just, but... did he just stand there and say, we're on to Borderlands? We're on to Borderlands. <laughs> we're on to Borderlands. We're on to Borderlands. <laughs> like all of you kids out there that are listening to this that don't sports ball, I'm sorry. Bill Belichick and the Patriots are cheaters. I'll explain it to you. I'll dumb this down a shade. It's not true. They are cheaters. It's not uh, true. They they got caught a few times and uh, it's not true. just like Epic. It's not did. True. <laughs> you can you can say it's not true, you but it's, well, it's true. Not it's true, it's, like it's, it's factually like this isn't a sports podcast. I don't want to get into it, but I will, <laughs> I will I will show you I will show you that it is not true off air because it's not true. It's not true. We're moving on to Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I never paid anybody this, video tape. Practice. That's dumb. We're moving on borderlines. This is the tool that we talked about being used the way it's designed to be used. I don't know uh, how much air is supposed to be involved. Moving it, on borderlines. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, this is dumb. Like number one, it's a, it's a it's a nine year old game. Everybody needs to stop poo pooing a nine year old game. Number two, it wasn't a great game nine years ago. It's certainly not a great game now. I, like just everyone needs to relax. And stop hating on things. It's 2019, man. Calm down. There are bigger things to figure out, like what pronouns to use. God, I can't believe I just said that. That's so stupid. I don't want to figure out what pronouns to use. Use whichever ones you want. You're not going to offend me. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. Review bomb the crap out of this. Look, at this just worked. It worked as designed. They had a whole bunch of people review bomb the game all at once. It didn't this matter. is what I want. They, like, they what's, just... what, what is the most popular besides Fortnite? Like, what's the next big game that's coming out? Like the big one. I don't know what game is close to Fortnite in popularity let's just, right let's now. Let's just pretend Ghost of Tsushima is. I want everyone to go review bomb that right now. Why? Because it's stupid. Because it's dumb that they're trying to censor it out, and I hate that. Well, these scores don't count. They're, because they're not, they're off they're topic. Not they're, not, they're not reviews of the game. They're not reviews of the game. They're, they're. But it, what does it matter? Again, like we talked about this, this look, I don't we don't need to argue about this, this again. So. You don't understand how algorithm works, and this is going to get all kinds of confusing again. The fact of the matter is, the review scores do matter, and uh, that's why people review bomb them because they are weaponizing them and getting something done. So this is a defense mechanism for that. It's working properly. You don't know wait, how an wait, algorithm wait, works, wait, wait, and you wait, never just will. Wait. wait, how do you weaponize a review? I'm just asking. I'm asking for well, a friend. Exactly like they have. Like they have. You can't weaponize they, a review. Yes, you can because you, you are causing damage by review bombing the wait, game. Are you That's causing literal damage? Oh my! I am not. We're not going to talk about you're, algorithms you're again. You're causing reputational damage towards the review of the game. 
we're moving on to Xbox Game Pass. Uh, there's a rumored Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription that's combining Game Pass and Xbox Live. Cool. Yeah, so there's there's a bunch of rumors floating around, including some <laughs> leaked store images about a discless uh, Xbox S, Xbox One S coming out next month. And Without the optical drive. Right. Yeah. Discless. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be streaming wait. and download only. Be real careful about how you pronounce that. I said it right both times. Okay. <laughs> Just, um, and rumor has it also this show's from so terrible. Same... We have gone off the rails. <laughs> oh, you, are, you, you, you don't like going off the rails though. Yeah. That's all uh, I do. I sabotage my own show. I don't even know. Anyway, to go along to go along with the discless Xbox, oh there are, there are rumors that there's going to be discless Xbox. What did you say? Dis- <sighs> Who gave Crowley sugar? <laughs> this is the greatest, terriblest show of all time. Let me just. <laughs> Joe is so exasperated with me. I'm fairly confident he's just going to punch me in the nuts. <laughs> I don't know why I'm poking the bear this close. The guy can bench press me. Um, is it cheaper to do this like month to month? Because that's all this is for, right? It's just for month to month. It's what? $14.99 per month. So it's $5 premium on top of the standard $9.99 uh, rate, right? Yeah. So basically Xbox Live Gold is is $5 a month if you buy it at a at a year at a time. Right. So you're basically getting the same deal as you would get for a, an annual subscription on Xbox Live Gold, then and and you're tacking that on to a month to month Game Pass subscription. Does this make anybody want to run out and get an Xbox? Jason, you can't answer. No. Okay. But just making sure. It's definitely it's definitely a good add on to the Xbox Game Pass thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And if they weren't bundling Fallout 76 with an Xbox, well, maybe I'd get one. Probably so not. you get the discounted 76 Xbox and you throw this on top with the money that you saved and you still save money. So Well, I'll tell you if that that rumored optical drive less uh Xbox One S comes out at the rumored $100 price, if that thing actually comes out at 100 bucks like the rumors say, $100 for that thing and this service could be a pretty appealing entry point to the Xbox ecosystem especially if they do the xbox streaming service too because then you've got the the xbox one s that's only a hundred dollars you've got your game pass and they'll probably have the streaming service attached to game pass somehow and then you've got gold on top of it so yeah i think this is a good move yeah this thing seems that's a good idea i think this is a good a good change to the service and pricing so um i think if between this and the new rumored xbox this could be a really good thing for them uh, not nearly as good as the five gigabyte patch that uh, dropped this week for the Division Two on your PS4. So many very very needed changes, especially yeah. with the weapon mods. I'm really into that. Right, but five gigs? Seriously? No, there's why a are we lot up of, in the gigabyte? There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of changes. Yeah, I mean, there's they're 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 updating the skill mods, which needed was needed because yep. I I hardly ever use skill mods because I didn't have the skill power to use them. I just, I had all these high powered skill mods that I picked up and couldn't use them because I wasn't high enough level. You needed like what seemed to be an infinite number of skill points from where you were. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. it was it was ridiculous. Now the weapon mods I use quite a bit, bit, but it was always a trade off of you know, okay, I'm going to make it worse in this area, but better in this other area. What am I willing to sacrifice with this mod? Yeah, and sometimes it was a pretty tough trade off. Yeah, it was. Um, I ended up usually going for more accuracy rather than stability. And sometimes that kind of bit me in the rear whenever I would get rushed, but you know, yeah, it, it I went for stability with my close range stuff and with accuracy for my long range stuff, but it was a hard, it was a hard bargain to make. You end up with, with guns that are very specific to a use there. Are, you got to switch weapons a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of them, eh, they're, they're nice updates, but they're, they're not really game changing for me. I'm really excited that I don't have to listen to somebody say, hey, agent, hey, agent, 155 <laughs> times every time I yeah. go to a home yeah. base. Yeah. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good change. Yeah. Every time you walk in, it's, yeah, you get bombarded by, you know, the vendors and, and, and skill people. It, it's, it's like being in a bazaar. It's. But it's gone. That's gone now. And that's so much better. I'm also pretty excited about the changes to the sniper turret. Uh, I like the sniper turret, but it did have some issues with how it worked mechanically. So. Um, the fact that it now aims at whoever you're aiming at instead of having to aim it separately and will auto fire sort of auto track and fire more fluidly than it did before, I think will make it a lot better. Yeah. I never used the sniper turret. It didn't seem worth it to me. I used the regular turret that just sprayed bullets like I do. And now this, yeah, this sniper turret actually seems a little more appealing. I've already got the skills, so I'll have to I'll have to get the the extra points to pick it up. But there's also new new clothes. Can I talk now, guys? No, no, no. We're we're having a nice conversation. So. <laughs> I know. I feel yeah, like we're staying I need on to, track. I I'm trying to derail <laughs> this so badly. Uh, there's new clothing, um, and the the guy who wrote this article, Stephen. Uh, hold on, I'll get it for you because he's from Kotaku. Uh, Stephen Totilo Totillo. I don't know. I feel like I'm slaughtering his name, and for that I apologize, but he's still not happy with it. Well, he's not he's not happy with the clothes. He's he still thinks they're ugly, but I mean, eh, that's eye of the beholder right there. So Yeah. I mean the majority of the clothes in this game are just kind of fine. There you can change them. They're all kind of fine. But I mean, think uh, about the setting. But it's the it's apocalypse. A, it's, yeah, it's, it's a post apocalyptic I mean, exactly. setting. This isn't a fashion show. You're you're scavenging for clothes to begin with, and you know, Nobody's going out to to walk a one a runway, so right. I think, but I would definitely love to be. I'd love to be shooting some dudes wearing a nice shiny purple suit, though. Why? I'd love to be shooting some dudes wearing like a cocktail dress, but you know what? We're just going to move on because you just took this. You just took this to a really weird spot, and I don't know where to go with it (laughs) without probably upsetting listeners. So let's let's not do that. Uh, Respawn's latest anti cheat stuff. they're getting banned by hardware IDs. Yeah, really? awesome. so, yeah. this is this huge. is awesome. This is like nuclear level anti cheat, and I love it. Yeah, this yeah. is you're going to be changing some hardware in your rig before you can get back on here. And uh, take a take a minute. I encourage all of you to look at this article or to just get online and look at the results of this. And people who are on the forums for these uh, these cheats. Just being totally perplexed, making new accounts and getting banned after their first match because they can't get in, uh, even if they don't run the cheat anymore because they're all hardware ID banned. Uh, this is great. Uh, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, how how cheating was kind of the downfall of player unknowns. 
and how uh, Respawn would really have to step up their game and do something drastic to combat that if they wanted to stay relevant. And man, did they do something drastic. Yeah, like so yeah. we've talked uh, before in the, you know, about how getting around IP uh, bans isn't really that hard anymore. With with the advent of VPNs and that kind of stuff, it's not difficult to get around those kind of bans. And so it's more of a slap on the wrist when they do that than it is anything else. I think the, the latest example of that was what the guys who uh, harassed the dude in Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. is this is. Yeah, no, like nuclear is a very good way to put this, Joe. This is a uh, band hammer amongst band hammers. This is the band hammer. This is that gif of Thor jumping down with band written on his hammer and smashing the ground. Yeah. And I mean, depending on how they implemented their hardware ID, you may have to change several aspects of your of your computer before your hardware ID changes enough to actually allow you back in. Yeah, in like big aspects. This is yeah, like this new could... CPU and new video card aspects. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I think I really this love is... this. I think this is great. This is where you you need to hit gamers that that are cheating. Uh, you need him hit them right in the pocketbook. Well, will this get rid of cheating? No. No. Is this a fantastic start of getting rid of cheating? Absolutely. Yeah. Will they find a way around it? Probably. Yeah, and it'll be a game of escalation. But but Apex man, respawn really came in guns blazing on this one. Well, I think they kind of had to, right? They they, yeah, they, they learned did. from what PUBG had the problem with and Fortnite to some extent. So, yeah, I, I you know, this is a another life lesson, children. Don't cheat. Stop taking the easy way out of everything and just do it. And either you're good at it or you're not, but at least you know. It's like podcasting. I know I suck at it, but at least I know. <laughs> Look, I mean... Cheats can be fun in a single player game, right? You beat the story, you want to go back in and have God mode or stupid guns, whatever. They can be fun. Yeah. Once you start or getting necessary into cheating against, in, in the yeah. case of uh, uh, God of War, because that game's trash. That game's great. <laughs> uh, but when you're talking about competitive multiplayer, when you're cheating, all you're doing is making somebody else's experience bad. So don't do that. Don't be a jerk. Don't be like Crowley. Don't be Let a dick. Wait, wait, what? Jerk. Oh, oh. You know what? Shots now fired. that we spent 40 minutes on the news, I'm going to make the two of you spend 40 minutes reviewing these two games for episode 81. That's right. The first one we'll jump into is Empire at War. Yes, this was released in February 2006 and developed by Petroglyph Games, which was formed by the former Westwood Studio developers, Command and Conquer, Dune 2. They did that kind of stuff. Uh, this enforces a corruption. We're the first titles for this studio. And it kind of shows. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to you talk about the story, Jason? Well, I mean, what story there is. I, so there's, there's two versions of this game. There's the Vanilla Empire at War, and then there's the Forces of Corruption. Uh, Vanilla Empire at War takes place before A New Hope. Um, it's the events leading up to the, the first in the uh, first trilogy series. Right. Uh, so, you know, Vader's looking for the rebels. Uh, the rebels are doing their rebel type thing, you know, rebelling and, you know, scraping up stuff to do. Pirates are doing their pirate thing. Han's smuggling I feel like crap. this needs a pod crawl. 
It would be way better with one. It I'm not be. giving Empire at War a pod crawl. <laughs> it does not it would deserve be better than the game. a pod crawl. Yeah, I don't know why you hate this game. Uh, Forces of Corruption story was, a, I, I think, a little bit more interesting, at least, than than Vanilla Empire but, at War. Uh, a little bit. I mean, it, it follows Tiber Zahn. Um, he's been locked up, I guess, after the events of uh, the, the first game. Um, he's, I guess, got this chip on his shoulder that nobody's respecting his authority. And he's he's going to go around and you know recreate his criminal empire uh, throughout the galaxy. And what he does is he spreads corruption across the planets, and then that kind of siphons uh, different technologies and money into into his criminal empire. So it was, I mean, they they can't do a whole lot because they're already dealing with things that have happened in canon so it's not like they can change the story or the outcomes of of what happens during the movies um so forces of corruption actually takes place between uh episodes four and six so i mean it's it's just you're you're kind of following this criminal empire that rivals the the hut organized crime empire in star wars and it's yeah it's not great it's not terrible. I, I, here's my question. Is it pronounced consortium or consortium? Because I heard it pronounced both ways in this game. I I think it's tomato, tomato. Potato, potato. Yeah, I say it with a sh. Consortium. Yeah, I do too. I kind of liked it, consortium. Of course you did. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. You like parabola too. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I do like Parabola. Thank you. That's the way I pronounce it. It's a tool album. It's not Parabola. It's Parabola. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about the graphics. Uh, so this is it, it is a strategy game. So a lot of the action takes place, um, you know, ten thousand feet up, right? Yeah, and it looks except looks, for some of the cutscenes. Well, yeah, and there's a I, here's what I like. I like the little cutscene button. You can. Push the little uh, uh, cutscene button and it'll make a cutscene out of whatever you're doing right there. Yeah, the cinematic mode is actually kind of a cool concept. And it, this isn't the first game that's had it, and it's it's not the last. They do a, they do a good job at, at focusing in on, on some of the action that's happening. But when they zoom in, I mean, you start to see the, the flaws in this game. You start to see those low-resolution textures. You start to see those low-polygon count models. Yeah, it doesn't look very all... good when you zoom in. They all look like they have, and I don't, man, I, I, there's no other way to put this. So I'm just going to put it the way that it is. It all looks like their faces slant forward. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They don't, I mean, it, they're all flat, but yeah, it, the, the, the character models especially are not good. Yeah. Like, I feel like they try to give them depth and instead they just slanted their faces. I, and I don't even know how the, it, yeah, it looks terrible. Don't zoom in. If you're playing this game, just, you know, be be content with being far away. Uh, the voice acting is terrible. Vader doesn't sound anything like Vader. Yeah. Han doesn't sound anything like Han. I thought Han was the only one that sounded close, like, close enough to, to Harrison Ford. Well, that's a pretty low bar considering all the other voice acting in this game. But no, yeah, Han, I, think Han that sounded... I feel like that's comparative praise and not actual praise. <laughs> yeah. This well, is, I mean, it's not like doing Bill Belichick. 
I mean, Chewy was the one that sounded closest, and they just used, you know, sounds from the movies for Chewy. So, but no, Han was not good either. Han wasn't terrible. I thought it was fine. Yeah, he was. No. Vader was terrible. Because look, you guys remember Chad Vader? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Joe's going, I need to Google Chad Vader right now. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. You need to Google Chad Vader right now. Chad Vader is funny. Oh, Chad Vader was the best. And they even got him to to uh, voice some games. He was so good at it. So he voiced some stuff later on, um, you know, because James Earl Jones wasn't doing it. Uh, so they got him to do it in some things. And th- this is certainly not even Chad Vader. No. No, it's terrible. It It is. Yeah. Just, this is this is somebody like, you know, speaking into their hand and trying to mimic <laughs> Vader. Right. And they sound more like Bane. Than they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they do. Vader. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> you have my permission to die. I was born in the dark. You were merely molded by. You guys are both awful at being. <laughs> I need. It's really I, bad. If I we're had better than the Vader can, in this game. Yes, we are. If I had an aluminum can, it would sound amazing. But I don't, I don't think that's true. No, that's literally all anybody has to do is get like an aluminum can. And start talking, and you sound like Bane. That's 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 the trick. Uh, the music was Star Warsy. Yep, it was Star Warsy. It was the Star Wars soundtrack, is what it was. Okay, now let's get into where you and I differ on this game because I like the game. I like the mechanics of the game. I think it's a pretty straightforward strategy game. Uh, you know, take over planets, uh, different kinds of troops. You know, troop production, yada yada yada. Carbs of the enemy. Uh, you, on the other hand, you hate it. Well, there's there's a few different gameplay elements in this, right? The the campaign um, isn't your standard RTS. You have whatever resources that you bring into uh, the battle. So you get a steady stream. Okay, first off, I hate the real-time aspect on the overall galaxy map. That is one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen. I don't know why they didn't make that part turn-based and they made it real-time instead because depending on what you have to do and you're not able to optimize your build in that fashion because if you have to scroll all the way across the map, that's wasted time. All that wasted time adds up, especially when the computer can do multiple things at once. So. If you're playing against multiple people or you're playing against the computer, you're you're losing time scrolling back and forth on the overall galaxy map in a real-time fashion. I don't I didn't have that problem. Like I get where you're coming from. I do. I understand it. But even playing against people, I like I didn't you know, full disclosure, I didn't get a chance to play against anybody. I wanted to play against Jason earlier today and he was in a game and he didn't see my message and so we didn't get to play against each other. So we'll just assume that it was a draw. <laughs> Although you, you probably uh, would have That's pretty me. generous for you. Yeah. I thought so. I thought that was very gener- generous and magnanimous. Not generous of you, generous for you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, don't, I thought it was magnanimous. Of but my, no, of, so, of so you're, but apparently you're, not. you're building things on the, on the overall galactic map, and then uh, you have to move your troops across the map, uh, depending on... Uh, trade routes or or what corruption lanes that you have depends upon how fast your your ships and your other material move. 
And then you get into either a space battle or a planetary battle. And depending upon your faction, there's some major balance issues in okay. either of Here those. Okay, here we battles. go. Let's let's start with vanilla Empire at War. Are okay. there any balance issues in vanilla Empire at War? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are the balance issues? So the the balance issues are that the Empire is just super strong in space. Okay, well, they that makes sense, doesn't it? But they're uh, they're they're equally matched on the planet. That if, makes if you're, sense. Uh, no, it doesn't. Not in How a gameplay it? type setting, right? So I think that where you guys are apart on this is is I think that makes sense from the story that we know of the Empire, but that's crappy for a game mechanic. Exactly. So don't well look. Let me. Here's the spoiler, kid. The, the the problem. Don't with play the, as the stupid rebels. Okay, Darth Helmet put it best. There, there's no balance problem. Just play as the better side. Right. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, you're right. There good is no will balance always problem. Lose because good is dumb. Exactly. So, as the rebels, you have to play with guerrilla tactics. You cannot play with guerrilla tactics in this game because, well, first off, especially in the campaign, if you try to play as guerrilla tactics, especially on some of these missions, the, the ships just keep coming in. The Empire ships keep coming in. So you have to kill all the ships at once before the reinforcements come in. I played against a, a mission uh, against the Empire. I played for three hours trying to whittle them down ship by ship because I didn't have a whole lot there. And yeah, it was an endless stream of ships and I didn't have enough material to do a full push. That's not guerrilla tactics that's not hit and run tactics that's not how the rebels would fight and that's not how they're designed in the game to fight so that's crap just sounds to me like you're like you're like you're a little salty about it i am i wasted many <laughs> many good hours on this stupid game this game is not stupid this game is not great but it's okay. not stupid mm. Mm, I disagree. I, I I have put so many hours into this game overall that this sounds to me like Crowley just trying to justify the hours he spent. By <laughs> it's not bad. I, was, I put I was all gonna... these hours into this game. It's not bad. It can't be bad. I have all those hours. It can't no. be bad. It's not I, bad. I was going to go more with nostalgia. This game is very nostalgic for me. I loved this game. I played the crap out of this game when it came out. Uh, even as uh probably six, seven years ago, I was playing with it with a, a, a friend. Uh, I, I love this game just for that, that reasons, but yeah, for all the reasons you brought up, it's not really all that great. And like you say in the show notes, the consortium or consortium, uh, is extremely OP. Oh yeah. The consortium. If, if you play the consortium and forces of corruption there, you, you can't lose in, in space. Well, in space, they're not quite as strong as uh the empire but they they can go toe to toe easily if you bring in enough material on well, on I the think ground that's... on the ground you you get a couple of their big tanks a couple of groups of their big tanks and you just roll over everything they're i mean ATATs go down in in seconds with a couple of those squads of big tanks there's nothing that cuz they have shields and they're heavily armored and they punch hard there's there's nothing that takes those things out. Sounds like the perfect fighting machine. Doesn't sound like a balance problem to me. It sounds like you should just play as a consortium. 
Right? I don't right. see what the problem is here. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. They should just Stop. call this play as consortium. Well, not in vanilla. In vanilla, you play as uh, the Empire. Like, why would you want to play as the Rebels? You're right. Who and they here did, wants to play as the Rebels? They, wait, 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 wait. Let's just, let's, I want a show of hands. Joe, would, would you play as the Rebels or Empire? If it was balanced properly, I'd play as the Rebels. You're dumb. Jason? If it was balanced properly, I'd play as both. I like playing both sides of the coin. That's still the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. The right answer is always the Empire. I don't understand. Let's rate this game because I, I, I can't take it. You poo-poo in this anymore. You're, hurt, you're hurting my, my, my nostalgic heart. Mm-hmm. What are you rating it? No, you first. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Uh-uh. Rate this game. You're not counterbalancing me. What are you rating it? No. Yeah, I- Crowley, I think you should go first on this one. <laughs> I'm with Jason. Uh, yeah, this game's not good. I'm going to give it a four. Okay, that's what I'm giving it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to give it a four regardless. Mm. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. Joe was spared from the Empire of War. The best thing that happened to me this week. Yeah, how'd you do that? I gotta, I gotta figure that out. He threatened to bench press me. Yeah, which I, can't which I think bench he still do. So yeah. I'm gonna have to figure something out. So we, the other game we played on the road to celebration uh, was the uh, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. Yep. <laughs> and that's all everybody have a good week no. um yeah so this was released uh, we even have an actual day this one was released uh, who did these show notes which one of you i did these ones Wait, who who did who who did empire at war oh you can guess that yeah uh april 30th 1996 developed by to- totally games published by lucas arts third installment in the x-wing series it was originally released with zero campaign. The Balance of Power expansion added some story missions. Um, you want to talk about the story, Joe? Uh, I mean, I guess it could. There's none in the main game. And in the Balance of Power, you just kind of do some combat missions and then you blow up the Vengeance. And in the Imperials, you, for the Rebels and for the Imperials, you do the same thing, but you blow up a Rebel factory. There's not really much story here. It's pretty let me, thin. Let right. me read the, the show notes for everybody that Joe put in here. <laughs> here, here, here's the story for the rebels blah 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 blow up the vengeance now here's the story for the imperials blah 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 blow up a rebel factory yeah it's very accurate yeah that's, that's the most accurate thing in these notes that's pretty much the story <laughs> you did these notes i'm hoping they're extremely accurate yeah they are yeah the graphics like the cockpits do look cool uh and i was actually the i, I was I was in my mind because I didn't reinstall the experience, the game just for the experience. Uh, I was uh, in my mind. I was trying to compare the uh, the uh, X-Wing uh, cockpit to the X-Wing cockpit in the Battlefront VR experience, which is still one of the best things that's ever happened to VR ever. If you have a PSVR, go check that out. Uh, if you have the first Battlefront game, you can download the Battlefront uh VR experience and so cool, so amazing. Uh, but so I, in my mind, I was, I, I, I was, and it does, it, it, you know, when you compare the two, they, they look very similar. Uh, obviously, the graphics in the VR are a lot better. Yeah, but I, I think hope so. But it's a solid representation uh, in, in this game. Would you agree? 
Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. These these graphics are, I mean, these harken back to the space flight sims of the '90s, like Wing Commander, Wing Commander Two. Uh, you know, this was starring this was, Mark Hamill. No, Mark Hamill didn't come into Wing Commander Three. Yeah, I didn't play those. I just knew he was in that. Oh my gosh. Anyway, who played Wing Commander? <laughs> I did. I played every single one of those. Why? Because I loved space flight sims back in the day, and this was, but this that was the, revolutionary. The, this game, yeah, was it was revolutionary. only revolutionary because it was video. No, no, no. This game, X Wing versus Tie Fighter, was revolutionary back in the '90s because you could play against other people online. You could dial in with your your dial up and play <laughs> against people. Joe, and, have you ever heard dial up? Yeah, man, I had dial-up for a long time. I don't believe you. <laughs> I was 10 when this game came out. I don't believe I don't believe you either. So this did you, was, did you this play was this an awesome you were 10? game. No, we played not. this game for <laughs> hours. For months we played this game because we'd, we'd played X-Wing, we'd played TIE Fighter, and then this game was announced and we got online and we had LAN parties. I mean, we played the heck out of this game. LAN I was, parties. Yeah. You're, was, you're you're talking Albert's language right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we had, Albert's ears just perked up wherever he is. Yeah. We used to have land parties. Land party. We used to have land parties for Doom. Uh, we used to have land parties for Duke Nukem. Uh, for for things like this. For things. Now, did like, you take uh, your computer over to somebody's house and set it all up that way? Oh yeah. That's dumb. I I was <laughs> PvP on Doom. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't that big of a dork. Uh, I was still getting laid back then. So I was I didn't have too. To, I, 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 I seriously I don't doubt believe that. either one of you. I, okay, shut up, Joe. <laughs> Number one, just shut up. Number two, like if you're going to land parties, like I don't, I doubt you were getting laid. Okay. Like I, I, people who go to land parties don't get laid. I think okay. that. I believe Jason over you. I hate you so much right now because <laughs> you should. You, I know that you don't, and you're just doing it to piss me off because. No, I genuinely do. I really hate you. I really do. I would just dial in uh, with a buddy of mine, uh, and we would connect and play Doom until okay. somebody picked up the phone, and then I'd get mad. The like, only who's... game I ever did dial in play with another friend on was the first Diablo. Man. Yeah, yeah. We used to. Oh, on the first Diablo, I used to have a friend that actually worked at an ISP, so I got to sit in the office and play on uh, on the wide area network. I didn't have to dial in. So, That's fancy. So, that is fancy. See, you weren't getting laid. You were going to the ISP and hanging out. I still believe him over you. <laughs> I hate you so much. It doesn't even make sense. What did you do on a Friday night, Jason? I'd go to my buddy of mine's uh, workplace. He worked for an ISP. And we'd play on the uh, wide area A network. good personality goes a long way. I hate you so much. <laughs> I really do. I am punching you in your nuts. I the first. I swear to God, just prepare your body mentally physically, whatever it is you need to do. Right I'm just going to take one nuts. quick step back and watch you fall over. Well, that's not going to... You don't even have to do that. I'll probably just fall over getting up, so you're probably fine. Uh, let's talk about the voice acting. For the time, it was... Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> God, I hate you. Yeah, it was fine. It sounded really like the do. same voices that were in Battlefront 2, like the Imperial talking. It, like it, I think it might have been the same people. I didn't look because I don't really care. This game's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, music is very Star Wars-y. Yeah, yeah it's the it's, same soundtrack yep. as all of these LucasArts games we're, we're reviewing. Yep. They're, they, it's the same thing. They got a lot of mileage out of those out of those soundtracks. Yeah, they Well, did. it certainly saved on, on 
you know, music costs, I guess. Well, and I mean, it was all in-house, so what would you want more than the, than the music from Star Wars in a Star Wars game? Like, it was a pretty easy decision, I feel like. I was trying to think of something funny, and I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm shocked. The, you know what? God, I hate you so much. I do. I, oh. That should be the name of this show. Crowley hates Joe. Uh, Crowley hates Joe. I will fall down trying to kick you in the nuts. I don't even care anymore. Because just on the chance, on the off chance, because if I just graze your nuts, that's going to hurt even worse than if I probably make contact with it. Oh, the graze is awful. Yeah, Yeah. the graze is pretty rough. So now that's what I'm hoping for, is that I slip, fall, break a hip, and some I I graze them on the way down. You know, breaking a hip when you're elderly is dangerous. Uh, this is simulation style space combat. Uh, I mean, like it's a space combat. If you've played Battlefront or Battlefront Two in space, that's what this is. Uh, kind sort of. of. I mean, there's there's more simulationy stuff in here, like managing where your power goes and stuff. Uh, I would have liked it. I think this game actually would have been better without that. Yeah, I do too. It was uh, very boring. But I mean, again, this is this is what space sims were back in the day. And right. a it was lot for of those nerds that didn't get laid. Let's just all be 100% honest here. That's what these were for. Shut up. I never played this back in the day because anyway. I was getting laid. Look, uh, yeah. see? Yeah. It is what it is. It's all right. I so, don't know I mean, why this, we can't just. You, you I, act why, like. Why are you trying is, to change the subject? You act like I did this just exclusively. Like I didn't. Well, I don't do know. Anything it sounded else. like Albert did. So I'm just assuming anybody who played on oh. lands and. Did this a lot. You're okay. saying you didn't? No. We didn't do land parties all the time. We would we would carve out a weekend. We would stay up for almost 72 hours straight, and we would play computer games. I think I'm starting to believe Crowley. Thank you. Thank you. I, but we did you, that like once a quarter. Quarter of a and week. And you were measuring time in quarters then, too? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I knew eventually, if I gave Jason enough rope, uh, <laughs> uh, requires a joystick. Works with a gamepad, but you uh, need to use a keyboard. Um, I mean, you can get by with just the gamepad if you want to leave a bunch of functions off on the table. Um, are the, but, but they're not important. Uh, I mean, it depends, I guess, how into it you want to get. Yeah, most of um, those you aren't going to use. I have enough buttons on my joystick to bind just how, about what all of them. What joystick do you have? I don't know. It's some SciTech thing. I don't know what the number is. I'm I'm shocked you get laid. Uh, but this this game was not designed for a joystick like that. It was a design. It wasn't for designed a, to get people laid either. Just FYI. What is your obsession with getting laid? I don't know. Look, you, you, this it's whole show. I was in a, <laughs> I was in a good <laughs> mood. I was in a good mood to start the show, and you two have just beaten me down to the point where I just I don't even care anymore. Where you just need to get laid. Right where I want you. <laughs> And that's how Joe gets laid. But no, this this game was made for a two button joystick where you would use the keypad as your left hand and right. control all the all the th- all the things, and then your right would be your your fire and your alternate fire. Yep, flying sucks. Oh, well, the flying doesn't suck. The flying, yeah, is, it's not great. The flying is okay. fine. It's okay. Uh, okay, so I lacks. say it sucks. You say it's fine. Jason says it's okay. Like like it controls fine. It it does, but it does not feel good. It feels no. like an old game flying. Like if you play, 
obviously we're comparing new to old here and that's not fair but when you play space sims now or even arcadey space games uh they feel a lot more like you're flying like dogfighting in space this feels very like soft it doesn't feel good the, the controls soft? don't feel tight it doesn't it doesn't feel accurate you don't have like the quick angular changes uh, it just doesn't feel right. Well, you, uh, you, you you can do quick angular changes, but you have to slow down first. Well, that's not right. Quick, it, but it's not. Yeah, it's not quick. Right? It's it's not. It doesn't feel good. It feels old. I feel like if you're going to do quick angular changes, slowing down kind of takes away from the quick part of that. Well, no, you you decrease your are you speed. Gonna get off, you change are you direction, and then. No, no. If if I was going to get into <laughs> physics, none of these flight sims would be accurate in space because okay. no, for sure, no. Yeah, this feels way more like you are flying in atmosphere than it does like you are flying in space. Yeah, have you flown uh, in I'll space? I'll give you that. No, but I understand the difference between being in atmosphere and in space. I am not one hundred percent sure that I do. Let's rate this game, <laughs> Joe. Go ahead and rate this game. Five. <laughs> I think that's being generous. Jason, rate this game. Yeah, I mean it's it's an old game. It it shows its age, but it's it's still moderately entertaining. I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah, um four and a half. Like I'm giving it some bonus points for how old it is. Um it definitely it definitely wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't fun. I think if I if this was like if I had seen this in '96, I probably would have loved this. Yeah, like that's where I'm, that's how I'm looking at this. But I didn't see this in '96. This is my first time hands-on with this, and it was not fun. I saw this in '96, and I chose to get laid instead. I'm sure you did. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Pillows hate don't you. count. <laughs> what, do, what doesn't count? Pillows. <laughs> oh, that's just gross. No. How do you know that's gross? Because it sounds gross. I mean, just uh, you know, why are we talking about this? Oh, for the love of God. So, uh, as always, when we do a retro review where we are talking about how it holds up, neither of these games really hold up uh, very well. Uh, there are newer versions of these types of games that you can go out and play and have a lot more fun with. Yeah, nostalgia with some of these, especially because it is Star Wars. Um, you might get some mileage out of that, but eh, probably not enough to buy and install these games so we saved you some money yeah don't install these games we touched on it quickly earlier i played some rogue squadron because i wanted to see because rogue squadron came out about the same time i think it was 97 maybe right right in there Uh, i wanted to see how it held up because i have super fond memories of rogue squadron because i played a ton of that uh when i was a kid on 64 um so i picked i grabbed that and played it on my 64 and i played some on steam too uh, that game holds up way better. It feels way better. The flight's easier. It looks worse. It has that N64 draw distance thing going on. But I think that kind of also made me a little feel a little worse about this game. But for what you can get Rogue Squadron <laughs> for, I think that's a game that actually is worth going back to. Yeah, I had some fun with that. Yeah, Rogue Squadron came out in 98. And if I remember Rogue Squadron correctly, it's it's more arcade than than Flight Sim 2. Yeah, it's definitely more arcadey. You can be there is cockpit view, but it just feels better. It's more fun. This like there this game lacked this game may have been more simulation y, but it lacked the fun part pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, and I typically like simulations more than I do arcade style games. 
And Probably because I suck at arc- arcade-style games, and I'm not terrible at simulation-style games. And this game was a lot more fun whenever you were going up against live people, too. So there, there's a knock on that for it, because I don't think any of us were actually going up against live people where we were all fighting no. the AI. Yep. Yep. Don't buy these Definitely games. Definitely true. Uh, so that's the show. Next week, or tomorrow, whichever comes first, we'll be talking about Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic 2 as we finish up our Road to Celebration series. And yes, that's how I will be waking Joe up next week. It's going to be amazing. I might record it and put it on the YouTubes. I'm Crowley. I hope you do, because what happens next is going to be fantastic. That's Joe. <laughs> and the dude laughing is Jason. We'll see you next time. Bad Gamers Anonymous is not affiliated with any video game developer or publisher. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and not of Earglue Media. And they're probably terrible. Executive producer for Bad Gamers Anonymous is James Dean. Get good, scrubs.